It's been um, nine years, you said? I know. It's Remember then? <laughs> I know, yeah. What a world we, we now live in. Um, tell me when you're ready. Uh, I'm ready. This is fun. I'm excited. All right, All right let's do it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to This American Horror Story, an unofficial podcast of the FX hit show American Horror Story. I am your host, Tyler Moss, here with my co-host. Chris Husted. What's up, everyone? What's up, Tyler? Hey there. Um, we are addressing everybody here. This is currently uh, September 9th, and, you know, we obviously are dealing with all sorts of crazy stuff happening right now in the world. Um, among them, uh, some pretty disappointing news. Uh, back in May, I think it was May 26th, The Hollywood Reporter <clears throat> came out with an article that said that the 10th season of American Horror Story, that one featuring Macaulay Culkin with a really kind of exciting and mysterious bleak sea waves promo, is going to be delayed until 2021. So Chris and I were quite bummed that uh, we wouldn't be talking to you guys for an additional six months to a year. I guess we don't even know when in 2021 that means because they can't start filming. Right. So... With that being said, we decided that we are going to do something that we have long talked about but have not gotten around to until now. It's been oft-requested by our fans. Go ahead. Do you think they know what it is? I'm sure they do because this is what <laughs> the episode title probably gives it away. But we are, in fact, going back and doing a rewatch of American Horror Story Season 1, Murder House. Um, Woo! Now, you know... <laughs> We figure that seeing as our, our own kind of, uh, you know, COVID lives are its own American Horror Story uh, as is, in normal life, it might be kind of fun and nostalgic to go back and review season one and see if it holds up, basically, see how we feel about it. I think I watched, I rewatched a few episodes back uh, before Apocalypse, because that was when we had been talking about Apocalypse being kind of the sequel, which it didn't really end mm -hmm. up being, except for that one crossover episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to season one. Um, so... I've watched a few recently, but certainly not the season all the way through, and I think there's a lot of fun things that we can talk about, and I'm really excited to do it. Um, as we've discussed, starting next week, that is the week of September, um, Thursday, September 17th will be the first day we drop our first episode, and the plan is to do one episode every Thursday, uh, skipping Thanksgiving week, of course, but going out until all 12 seasons of season one are done. Now, maybe we'll change our cadence if something happens. I don't know. We'll see. But that's our plan right now, and I think it sounds pretty good. What do you think, Chris? I love it. I'm so excited. I have forgotten qu quite a bit about Murder House, so I'm excited to go back and kind of feel that, get that feeling that we had the first time we watched the season one uh, show and just how scary it was. Our, see what our characters look, our actors looked like nine years ago. Nine years ago? Ten years ago. Ten, ten years, years ago, because we never recorded season one. Yeah. We started this That's podcast right. on season two. Yeah, which is crazy. Right. Um, so, uh, before we really dive into kind of a reflection on what we remember about season one, I think there's a couple fun things I'd like to talk about there. Um, I just want to talk about a few kind of news things that happen in the off-season that are always fun to cover. You can certainly jump in if you have anything that I miss. First one being, American Horror Story has announced they're going to have an uh, anthology spinoff, kind of a Black Mirror-style situation in which we have American Horror Story, like, uh, capsule episodes, I guess. Um, that could be kind of cool. We'll see. 
I like I mean, it. I'm, yeah, I, I'm into it. Uh, I feel like a few times we've thought that American Horror Story could use a little more inspiration from Black Mirror, which is a phenomenal show. Not that American Horror Story isn't, um, but it has its own special, uh, you know, kitschy, campy place. But it'd be really cool to see if they turned up the volume on some of the horror um, and really did a little more anthology type of a, of a series. Um, a lot of movies do this, like VHS. Um, um, I watched an uh, Indian film the other day called Ghost Stories um, uh, that got subtitled and dubbed over in English, and it was an anthology also. So I, I'm, I'm super into that idea. I'm really excited to see what they do. Yeah, and I mean, we oftentimes criticize sometimes how the writing can go off the rails in the span of a single season. So having, you know, the writers being contained to one single episode, who knows? Maybe that could have some benefits there, too. Uh, other thing I wanted... Yeah. Other thing I wanted to talk about was that next week uh, on Friday, so this will be the day after our first episode of uh, a Murder House comes out, is when um, Ratchet will debut on Netflix. That's, of course, Nurse Ratchet from One Plew of the Cuckoo Nest, Cuckoo's Nest fame. Um, starring, I mean, it's a Ryan Murphy production. It's starring Sarah Paulson. Uh, we're getting Finn Wittrock. We're getting John John Briones, who, of course, was Grand Chancellor Ariel in um, uh, Apocalypse. So we're getting some AHS people and also some other exciting people, who knows, who could cross over into a future AHS season. Uh, Sharon Stone, Cynthia Nixon, Corey Stoll, who have I, I've loved since House of Cards. Um, so that's kind of exciting, too. So I, I imagine... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd say I, 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 caught, I caught a couple seconds on a, a, of a preview of it with Sarah Paulson walking down the hallway with the dew. And it seems like it's going to go into her backstory, which sometimes is great. Sometimes, like, I don't care about the villain. Because she's a villain in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, um, in, a, in a way. So I, I'm excited to see what they do. Um, the mind of Ryan Murphy seems to always work in finding these really strong characters and wanting to know more about them. And it could be really successful. And Sarah Paulson's a boss. So I, I definitely am going to check it out. Yeah, we had even talked about potentially doing a podcast for this show, but the thing is, when a show like this is dropped all at once on Netflix, we've actually tried a few Netflix shows in the past, like exclusively Netflix shows, and the problem always is that uh, people love to binge so fast that a podcast, in our experience, can't keep up. You get a lot of listens for the first couple episodes, and then you kind of don't get the same community you do with um, you know, a show that comes out week to week, and so that's why we thought it'd be more fun to just finally review season one again and kind of do it week to week, and either, as a listener, you can either you know, rewatch with us or maybe just for fun, you go back and hear us talk about it and kind of recall your own experiences with watching season one for the first time. Exactly. Um, and before we dive into any more about murder house, last question for you, any other really good horror movies you saw over the break that you want to recommend to our listeners? Mm, you know what I've been doing the last couple of weeks? Cause I've had a lot of time at home. Um, I have been revisiting the alien franchise and I love it. <laughs> So I'm sure if people haven't seen it yet, Alien, the first Alien was, I th- believe, 1979, Ridley Scott. Uh, great film. A little dated in some things, but like it's really great. The second one was uh, written, or I believe it was written, or the screenplay was done by James Cameron and directed by James Cameron called Aliens. That one is probably my favorite. And then I've done Alien 3, which is by, um, oh God, what's his name? Um... He did uh, Gone Girl. He did Social... Uh, um, oh, the, direct, the director? David Fincher? Social Network. David Fincher, thank you. Uh, yeah. It was like his first film he did after like he did music videos forever. It's 
I actually really did not like it. And apparently he's <laughs> di- he's disowned that film, so it's fine. Oh no. Um, and then the fourth one is um, Alien with uh, Resurrection with Winona Ryder in it, and that came out in '97. Um, and I liked it; it was fun. And then I just watched Prometheus. Uh, and the last one I have left is Alien Covenant. So I, I recommend that. And then I did watch uh, a few shitty B, B um, ones on Netflix, but I, none of them really come to mind right now. That, what, have you seen any? I've seen a few. Well, you, you also recommended, didn't you recommend to me by text uh, Lovecraft Country, which I have not started. Oh, yeah, that show on HBO. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. great. Um, speaking of like sci-fi stuff and, and obviously Alien, um, I'm thinking of uh, I've watched the f- first two episodes of Raised by Wolves, the uh, Ridley <gasps> Scott Is show. It's good. It's it's it's. I I think it's very much in that kind of same vein. If you like, you know, the Alien movies. If you like Battlestar Galactica. I mean, obviously, it's there's some Terminator vibes there. All sorts of interesting stuff going on. It's a good one. Um, in terms of horror movies, the three that came to mind that I've watched relatively recently were The Dinner Party on Netflix. Love that one. I've seen that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One BR, which I also watched, um, and has uh, the actress who played Pepper in it. Uh, I watched that because of you. Yes. Yeah, and that one was interesting. And then The Ritual, which has Rafe Spall in it. Loved it, Uh, yep. Which I was going to say, of those three, I think that was my favorite. It had, like, some midsummer vibes. Um, Takes place, you know, a a group of grieving friends hiking through, I think, like, northern Sweden. So Mm -hmm. definitely recommend all three of those. Um, And, of course, if you have had horror that you have really enjoyed, we encourage you all to post it on the comments to this podcast. post on facebook and you know chris and i are always looking for other other horror to catch up on i've I've got a long list on my phone of things i just haven't gotten to yet so looking forward to that now the next thing i want to talk about is just reviewing a little bit like where we are uh on murder house what we remember about it so as everyone who's been listening to our podcast in the past knows at the end of every season at the beginning of every season we revisit kind of our rankings of episodes and see how we feel about different things um, what I wanted to ask you, Chris, is where Murder House sits for you currently um, throughout all current, you know, nine current seasons of American Horror Story. I know for both of us, it's been at the top, if either at the top or very close to the top. I know. Every time we start this conversation, fortunately, Tyler, you keep a good log and you send me my list um, of my the recent ranking, and I look at it, I'm like, this isn't how I feel about it now. <laughs> but I have almost always put asylum number one murder house number two i think murder house in the past has fallen but i think after um uh cult no apocalypse sorry when we got to visit it again it came back up because i just had all those nostalgic feelings and uh, seeing some characters again um so right now i think it's sitting at number two apparently had 1984 the most recent season as number three i don't think i believe that anymore (laughs) Um, but anyway, I have I have Murder House sitting at number two right now, which I think is um, strong, very strong. Uh, where's where is it for you? So for me, I remember a lot of my list had kind of moved around at the end of last season. I had a lot like I was I believe I was telling you that like some episodes in my or some seasons in my memory, like Hotel, um, even even Freak Show, like in it, it, like basically the nostalgia of them in my head has like increased their ranking for me. But the, I mean, the two that have really remained the most consistent are Murder House at number one, Asylum at number two, and so for me, you know, Murder House in my mind has always been like the most cohesive season, the most well-written season, um, some of the best characters we've had. Of course, we've had phenomenal characters throughout the seasons, but um, some ones that I still rank up there, like 
Tate, for instance, is some of the best characters we ever had, and just in terms of like pure creepiness. Um, so I'm very curious to see watching the full season through again if that holds up. Um, what are like some of your the moments you remember or like you're excited to see again and revisit? I mean, there's I, uh, no spoilers on this, but there's the moment of uh, that Violet comes to understanding something about her that was just. I mean that that was probably the moment in the whole season that blew my mind, um, and was really exciting um, and and sad. Uh, I think Tate when he's when we see his whole story and he's done up in his makeup that's pretty iconic. Yeah. Um, and then there's the little the little stories that you have either like often in the beginning of each of the episodes that be, can be kind of creepy. I remember the twins in the ball, uh, mm-hmm. the basement. Um, I remember. Um, I'm trying to think of our actors. Uh, obviously, the Rubber Man is the image that we think of, uh, and then we have the characters, uh, the younger version character of um, of uh, Francis Conroy, Moira, Moira as the younger actress, and kind of her whole story. It, it just there's so many, and Dennis O'Hare is in this, and I forget that. I was just looking at the cast. I'm like, I forgot his story, and Zachary Quinto's in it uh, mm-hmm. also. With um, anyway, so. Those are kind of things. I think the things that stick out. Um, obviously, everything with Constance is j- just iconic. She's she's the jam. She also uh, her with her daughter in the situation of how she kind of treats her. I, that kind of I remember um, the closet and things like that, and how Constance is just everything. And not that Jessica Lang was a needed a breakout. She's already this icon in the film industry. But it's pretty cool to see, to discover her that way because I didn't really know her that well. <laughs> Same here. Um, yeah. What no, do you I think? would agree. What are some of the moments that you're looking forward to seeing again? Yeah. No, I think that you touch on some things. Like I remember the school shooting episode being one of the most eerie ones. Um, I remember some of the uh, you know the opening with with the twins like you're talking about in the ball and also adelaide and like I, I don't remember exactly what her words are but like you shouldn't be you shouldn't come in here or you shouldn't be here something like that just being like such kind of a really creepy opening to a show um this is one of the seasons i think that actually has a two-part halloween episode this is back when we would get these holiday episodes mm. that you and i really enjoyed so i think that'll be fun because we'll be revisiting the halloween episodes a couple weeks before halloween so yes. that'll kind of get us in the spirit again and all that kind of stuff um, and then, like, I remember Eric Stone Street as the pig man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I mean, there's all sorts of things that are that are going to be kind of fun. And we're going to have these characters like, you know, Billy Dean Howard, you know, Sarah Paulson and Lily Rabin, these actresses and actors who, like, in later seasons, like, in later seasons of American Horror Story were such cornerstones who just kind of, not quite cameos, but just kind of had, like, side roles. And I'm expecting that we are going to be reminded, like, just how phenomenal Jessica Lang is and like how much power she had in the scene and, and really probably miss her is my anticipation but i'm really excited yeah. to revisit it and see for sure i mean um, i just saw when i was looking through the cast adina porter is in one episode and i don't remember her so like <laughs> it's gonna be awesome she is a patient of um ben Harmon's, i believe oh, okay. in his new practice in uh, Los Angeles. He comes. She comes to the house, and I don't remember ex- yeah. the entirety of what happens with her story. But yeah, she's just in it for like a hot second, and then obviously in recent seasons she's been such a a big role, important so, player. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Same, Sarah Paulson. Obviously, I remember um, Billy Dean, uh, but I, but I don't. I couldn't like pinpoint it a lot about her. And in season two, Sarah Paulson's like the main character 
along with mm. Sister Jude. But so I'm, I'm excited to go see Sarah Paulson back when she's only in like two or three episodes and see how she's developed over the totally. years because she is. I mean, she's Nurse Ratchet now. But anyway, totally. Um, and the other thing I wanted to talk about is just you know. One thing I think we should pay attention to as we, we as we rewatch season one is how kind of what we know now affects our perception of season one. And what I mean specifically is a couple of the, the main scenes we have in uh, American Horror Story Apocalypse. So, of course, there's the episode six, The Return to Murder House. And I wanted to remind you of a couple things and, and you can kind of share your thoughts again uh, from that time. You know, season, that season was obviously all about the Antichrist, who was, of course, Michael Langdon. So that played a key role. Um, and in episode six, Billy Porter and Madison uh, and Emma, Emma Roberts, Madison Montgomery, returned to buy the murder house, like on behalf of the coven, with the goal of conversing with the spirits so they can figure out, like, background intel on Michael. Um, and so, like, they make a deal with Constance where they have to set Moira's body free by digging up her bones and i remember that like francis conroy scene being kind of like sweet kind of in the in the cemetery and then constance gives them basically the story that michael was just a terrible child who was evil and murdered a priest and some others i think and constance eventually killed herself in the murder house so she could be reunited with her other kids that's right and then uh, real interesting looking watching this yeah okay Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, Ben and Vivian were also there. Um, and that's when Vivian Harmon revealed that the evil spirit of the murder house was Michael's real father. It wasn't Tate in the robber suit or anything like that, which is kind of ambiguous at the end of the season. So it'll be interesting to mm-hmm. kind of see if, you know, rewatching that. Uh, that's another episode. The sex scene with Rubber Man is kind of a iconic one mm-hmm. as well. So we'll see how that shades that. It probably makes mm-hmm. it even that much more creepy. Um, mm-hmm. And then there was the there was the side plot in Apocalypse in which... Uh, Madison and Behold are trying to reunite Violet um, and Tate because Violet has been giving Tate the silent That's treatment right. since the end of episode one. And we did not like that storyline. We thought no, that it felt like some terrible. cheesy Romeo and Juliet bullcrap. So. Yeah. CW so, shit. Yeah. So that'll be interesting to visit. And then, of course, at the end of Apocalypse, uh, Billy Lord travels back in time to mow over uh, Michael multiple times in a car. <laughs> And yeah. uh, he, his body is not dragged back to the murder house because Constance basically refuses to take him there so he could, his soul can be preserved. So now that mm-hmm. we kind of have that in our mind, it'll be very interesting to revisit and see how we feel about things. And I'm hoping we can make some cool connections between the two. Yeah, definitely. So with that being said, uh, I mean, any, any last thoughts, Chris, about like... No, I'm know, glad we're doing this. This is, this is great. I mean, of course we're bummed that you know ghost ship or whatever they're going to call it i hope it sticks with that theme i, I still believe that they listened to this podcast because that was something we've for sure thrown out there the, over the past previous years on ideas if it turns out to be a ghost ship which it, i love a ghost ship idea <laughs> <laughs> me too um even though we're not getting that season right now it'll be fun to do this season and we finally it gives us the time and space to record it um so does the pandemic because we're home a little bit more frequently <laughs> Exactly right. So all that being said, we are so excited to kind of uh, revisit this uh, season one with you guys. Um, As we said before, you know, we are welcome to watch with us or just listen. But what we'd really enjoy is, you know, we're all stuck at home or most of us are stuck at home and some of us are 
not stuck at home and having to go out and like basically brave the elements to do really important work. So let's make this be a little bit of an escape. Um, we'd love for this to continue to be kind of our American Horror Story community on Facebook at facebook.com slash this American Horror Story. Or you're also welcome to email us with your thoughts and comments and stuff like that. Uh, this American Horror Story at gmail.com. We'll still be checking our email and um, you know bringing up your ideas on the show just so we can keep the conversation going. So... With all that being said, uh, we would love it if you joined us next week for episode one. Um, and of course, you know, in the meantime, as always, if you could jump on iTunes and rate us and review us, we sincerely appreciate that as well. I don't so, think iTunes exists anymore. I think we, it's just called Apple Podcasts. Yeah, I guess it's Apple Podcasts now. Man, so much has changed in a year. <laughs> Excuse me. So, oh, and on Stitcher, too, you can also rate us and review us on Stitcher, I believe. I don't think that Spotify has ratings and reviews that I'm aware of. I don't know. I don't think, or maybe, I don't know. I'm not no, sure. it's something we got to go look into. Anyway, yeah, Chris, between yeah. now and next week, where can people find you? At home. <laughs> uh, I'm on Instagram and Twitter. I'm not as active on Twitter because it's depressing, man. Like doom scrolling is... and just, uh. But if you want to see what I'm up to, yeah, Instagram and Twitter's best. Uh, Instagram's probably best. At Chris Husted. I have not downloaded TikTok yet. I don't think I'm going to. I feel like you'd be great at it. I don't know. <laughs> I, I would like it. I'm a little old, but also I don't want, you know, all my information. I, I don't know. I just, I have oh, enough to fair. keep track of. But, uh, sure. What about you, Tyler? Where are you at? <laughs> you can catch me on Twitter at TJMoss11. Um, I try to keep it relatively light, too, <laughs> just because it is dark times. Um, but we are so thrilled to hang out with you guys again and, you know, take this opportunity to revisit Season 1. Um, thanks so much, and until next week, happy hauntings. Happy hauntings.